0: Welcome to the Not Quite the Afterglow podcast, your chance to see inside the mind of a British 40-something man and his 30-something wife. Not your average couple, but then, this is not your average podcast. You're listening to Episode 9 of Not Quite the Afterglow with me, Chloe. And I'm Richard. Hi, and we're recording this tonight. It is actually bonfire night as we're recording this. November the 5th, bonfire
1: night, Guy Fawkes night.
0: Yes, so do excuse if there are stray firework noises in the background, although hopefully they've all finished now.
1: It's quite late in the evening, I'm hoping they've finished, because we have a dog downstairs who, although she's not very nervous about fireworks... She's she stayed in the house all evening, hasn't she?
0: She She's nervous when the uh, rubbish lorry comes and you have your big wheelie bins outside. When you wheel those, if you're walking her, she's very nervous of that. She's nervous if you drop things on the floor and she'll run off. But surprisingly, she really isn't fussed about fireworks whatsoever.
1: But she has stayed in. She hasn't been out. So, I mean, I, 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 you don't... You, you know, for years and years and years, people have said, keep their dogs inside during fireworks night. And a lot of people get... A lot of people's animals get very disturbed by the bangs and the whistles and the flashes. So she's actually pretty good.
0: She is, and it was one of those things because this is her second. Yeah, she's two. Uh, this is her second bonfire night with us because we got her when she was just six months old, seven months old. She was eleven months old. Was she eleven months old. She was, was eleven she? months old. Okay. Um, so yeah, that first that first time we had bonfire night, we weren't sure what she was going to be like because she does She has her moments when she can be a bit skittish. If you drop things or there's a sudden noise...
1: She'll jump in the air.
0: But she... Yeah, she she's We were really at my good. mum's
1: house last last week in the wilds of Kent and my mum, bless her, has these... She goes on these craft days, doesn't she? She makes things.
0: Oh, something that she's been doing with your aunts. Um, instead of having presents, they, they, they have experiences. They go to craft days and
1: they make things out of ceramics and glass and stuff. And my mother made this two-foot-tall is it a goose or a duck? It's
0: an Indian duck.
1: It's an Indian duck but it's made out of wire and it's in her garden and we arrived in the evening.
0: It's like um it's like that uh, chicken wire. It's like a sculpture of chicken wire that it's made out of and uh in in it's sat in the middle of the lawn. It it looks really good. It, you know, you yeah, can tell We what we, it we is.
1: arrived at night. We arrived at night and uh, I let the dog out the next morning at dawn and she ran in the garden. Stopped dead in the tracks when she saw this metal duck, and shot in the air, a foot in the air. Like, what the hell's that? Didn't quite know what it was. So, con- con- considering she's quite skittish like that, she's been quite good with the fireworks. But
0: she has, and uh, and as we said before, we got her when she was eleven months old. um Because she she's actually our uh, fourth? fourth dog that we've ever had since we got together. And uh, and she she's a rescue. Every dog we've had has been a rescue. We're very much in that uh, adopt, don't shop.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I get taken in by every hard luck story because we've, we've had three rescue dogs and we fostered a fourth for about six months to a year. We had a, we had a dog called Ziggy who used to chase people on bikes and chase people around the garden and wasn't good with people, was he? Just like his owner, just like me, really. Maybe that's why we got him.
0: Maybe. No, we uh we've had three westies and uh the dog we have now, Harley, she's our first non westie.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. We normally have these little white dogs and now we've got this this little dog who likes to dig holes in things and yeah. chase rabbits and I, go down do, molehills and stuff.
0: You know, we we got her um probably about six or seven months after we lost our, our westie. So we had like a little gap in between and and it's really when you've had pets or, or dogs or whatever that when you don't have one you notice that there's such a difference like life is so different you come through you come through the door at the start of the day uh, the when you get home from work or something you come through the door and you're you're used to being greeted you yeah, know yeah, and-
1: yeah. it's really hard when there isn't a the dog there
0: you know, and just little things like you're forever opening the back door to let them in and out, things like that. And when you haven't got them, you, you know, you never, you're never opening that door. Or it's just like the the bowl of water on the floor, or or when you when the kids have gone to bed and you're sort of getting cozy on the sofa.
1: Nice to have a dog to cuddle into. Yeah, if it's I'm nice. Not around. Yeah. Even well, if I'm not, I am around, I the dog, yeah.
0: Yeah, the dogs are always. I'm the one that feeds the dogs. Uh, so they're the, I'm the one that gets all the cuddles, basically.
1: I don't know. I think she's pretty much about the alpha male, actually.
0: She is. She does love. She does love men. If if any men visit the house, she. Men.
1: If any. If if any. If if your dad or.
0: Yeah, or my yeah, brother or anything yeah, yeah. are here. She she makes a beeline. She she will just she will just love the attention from them. Yeah. But actually, I don't know. She she's really funny because if we have any guest, she tends to to really like to sit with them. Yeah. When when we're sort of sat in the lounge, she'll go and sit with them and I'm not sure whether she's just trying to be really friendly or if she's sort of saying I'm just going to keep tabs on you as like a security thing. Just to uh She'd be a useless guard
1: dog. I mean she makes a lot of noise so she'd be she'd be good at waking people up, but you know when when you do lose a dog it's hard because you never had pets growing up, did you?
0: No. I I always, always wanted a dog. Right from being very, very small, I always wanted a dog, and uh, and I saw 101 Dalmatians, and then I really wanted a dog. I really wanted a Dalmatian. My my sort of plan was that when I was older, I would live in San Francisco, and I would have a Dalmatian or two Dalmatians. That was always my plan when I was a child. Um, but we we
1: how's that working out?
0: Uh yeah. Well, do you know what? I I after um after I met you and you had you had a Westie, I was like, do you know what? I can't see why anyone would have a dog that was bigger than one you could pick up. Yeah. Because we all the dogs that we've had, obviously, we've had three Westies and then the dog we have now, but they're all dogs that you can pick up if there's a problem, if they're dirty, you can put them in the bath, you yeah. can fit them in the back of the car. They're, they're a convenient size but also size. big dogs
1: are invasive in your house and you know they get everywhere and take over the sofa but then they do
0: give like a big dog cuddle is is really nice is
1: it? I can't remember the last time I had a big dog I just think big dogs are smelly and horrible I don't really like big dogs like
0: big people Um, uh-huh. no not at all I'm not <laughs> smelly at all
1: so I just think I just think big dogs because when I was growing up my grandfather had uh, a cross Irish wolfhound not sure what it was crossed with but it was called Tramp and it was in the local paper, and it used to go down to the dockyards in Sunderland, all the dockers and the, the crane workers would feed it. And it was going to be put to sleep, and my grandfather brought it home. I'd seen it in the paper, and my grandfather arrived with this dog. And I remember that he came home. My grandmother had just died, and he came home with this dog called Tramp, and he adopted it. And Tramp was very possessive. He wouldn't let anyone go near my grandfather. You, you, were going to sit on his, you, you wouldn't get as far as my grandfather's knee. He would jump on it to stop you, and he would growl at you and a couple of times he went for us and stuff but also he wasn't he wouldn't let you sit in the front seat of the car you had to sit in the back because the dog was in the front with his head out the window permanent fixture and that's why i've always been against sort of having these big dogs because they would smell wet
0: well i don't know i think it depends on like the the coat of the dog and sure and stuff like that but yeah i as i say i'd always wanted a dog and I'm, the thing my mom always used to say to me was when you're grown-up and you live in your own house, you can have a dog. You can have as many dogs as you want. So, um, and, that, and ironically, that's kind of they ended happened. up
1: dog-sitting numerous times over the years when we've been away. Not now, but certainly. They, they
0: have, yeah, which has been very, very kind. Um, because so, cause some people are just not dog people. Like me, I am not a cat person. Whereas I, I do like cats. I do not like cats.
1: When we first met, I had a cat and a dog.
0: Yeah, but I... I do not like cats. I don't think I've ever liked cats. I think cats are selfish. Evil. And everything is on their terms and they sort of come and go as they please. And if they, I mean, if a dog scratches you, they're only going to scratch you a little bit maybe when they jump up or whatever. But a cat will scratch you. It will draw blood. Like any time it scratches you, it will draw blood. If it bites you, it doesn't do like cats playful dogs. bite, do they? Well, I don't know. I haven't and met a
1: cat who bit know what? Do you know what, it, you know
0: what it partly is? I, I just never really wanted a cat, but I do remember as a child friends that had cats, and I remember being at a friend's house and the cat was being sick, oh, and, I remember, sick time, and I just remember and I just remember thinking like, oh, this is the most disgusting thing ever. My cat
1: would leave half baby rabbits and stuff around the house and sparrows.
0: And... I, I just wouldn't want to be dealing with that. I just I do not like cats.
1: No, and I, I think you're either a cat or a dog person, unless you've got some big rambling house where you can have all of them.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely a dog person. I
1: think we're very lucky as well that having dogs when you're a couple prepares you for having children. I'm sure of it because by the time you've
0: oh, looked after the, them when it's, they're poorly, or... you know, the, yeah, it's the it's the any time they're sick or like dealing with the poo on a daily basis or you know like checking for ticks and you you kind of can't be squeamish. But I do think having a dog in a relationship is good because when we first met uh Richard already had a dog and I can remember that uh I had a
1: very elderly dog.
0: Not not that we, we never argued or anything, but there was a real um sort of learning curve of uh, for pro- mostly from Richard about how to be in a in a sort of functional relationship, I guess.
1: I wasn't used to being around you. No. That's all.
0: Um but you know, it goes back to talking about your autism and stuff as well sure. and sort of being more more sort of outward and stuff and uh, I can remember there would be times when I would sit and cuddle the dog on the sofa and it just helped me feel less not like isolated but you know sometimes there would be this sort of gap of understanding between us and it was kind of nice to have Something that, in common some yeah, something in common, but also nice to have an escape, <laughs> because sure, I could I, just I, be like i'm going to go and take the dog for a walk, you know
1: yeah, I, I suppose that's one way of looking at it. I mean, for me, it was the fact that that little dog, when I was single, was my best friend, literally my best friend when I lived on my own, the first couple of houses I lived on my own, we did everything together, we used to you
0: a proper little double yeah, axe.
1: she used to, he used to jump in my land rover and we would drive away and stuff, and when I got a kebab. <laughs> I would get him a kebab without the chili sauce. Awful. Doesn't sound awful now. I'll just, I'll just add
0: there, he lived to a ripe old age. He did. He lived to 15. There was, was no a, thing about eating kebabs.
1: No, no, no. Very irregular thing. But he would sit in the front seat of my Land Rover and he would go everywhere with me with his harness on safely so he couldn't jump or slide when I hit the brakes or whatever.
0: And when we when we used to try and sort of have a little cuddle, he would always He didn't of, like it. No. But he, was, he wasn't horrible to me. No, he'd, he'd just, just try be jump like, in the I, I want to get in on this cuddle. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's something that, well, one of our other dogs, Tessa, who who the the, died, Westie, the lo- last lo- lo- Westie we died had, two years ago this December. She she didn't mind if no. we had a cuddle, but or sex if we or had, anything. I was going to say, if, if we had special cuddles, I wasn't <laughs> even going to say say sex. Uh, if we had special cuddles, she special, didn't like it very cuddles. much, and sometimes if if those special cuddles were ones where we maybe got a little bit vocal, she really didn't like that.
1: No, she didn't at all. And
0: she would just bark furiously, which is a little bit off-putting. It
1: was a bit off-putting, put you off your stroke at that.
0: But she she was terrible because she had this sort of habit of humping sometimes.
1: Oh yes, you had a breastfeeding pillow. No,
0: it was a pregnancy pillow. Pregnancy it pillow was a that was thing. That. It was like the whole length of my body, and it was amazing. And I would cuddle into it at night to go to sleep. And Richard hated it with a passion. Well, it's,
1: I'd already given up um, the majority of the bed to you plus expectant child. Yes, yeah, so and then, then all I of a sudden there pillow. was a six foot by two foot pillow. And which consigned me to the edge of the bed.
0: And one day I was sat in the lounge and I was thinking, Where's the d-? I you know I haven't seen the dog for a bit? I wonder where she is. And then I go upstairs and she is full humping mode with this pillow. She's already sort of torn a bit of a hole in it with bits of stuffing yeah, coming but I'd, out I'd, I'd, was see, I'd, seen, I'd
1: seen her do it. I opened the door and heard her doing it and I just thought, yes. And I'd shut the door and thought, Leave her do
0: her. Yeah. So so she's there and she's humping away and stuff. And and then I catch her and obviously I tell her off and this pillow is destroyed, ruined. absolutely destroyed. It's, yeah, it's just ruined. And then all she did was like, Not I neither. told her off. In
1: the afterglow. Yeah, she sort Not of got Not quite a, the afterglow yeah, maybe.
0: She just got into her basket and just flopped out because she was completely She's like, I've worn out.
1: I, I, I've, I'm in the moment.
0: Yeah, she'd do it to cushions sometimes she as would. well. She'd
1: hump anything. She wouldn't hump your leg, but she'd hump cushions.
0: She'd just go through these phases of doing it. but uh, Bless her. But yeah, you know, she she was a lovely girl.
1: I look at photos. We have a photo on the refrigerator downstairs of us and the dog the day before our eldest child was born.
0: We we were on a picnic and we were on we a were picnic at Laycock. sharing Yorkshire an ice cream with the dog. With the dog, and I just like to put out there that you shouldn't really give your dogs non-dog d- food.
1: They do do dog ice cream now. We've seen it. They you can, but get. That, that this is before the days of.
0: And I mean sure and then the other thing about when you have a dog is that when you have a dog and you have children when those children start learning to eat is the best time for your dog and
1: oh cuz the food that gets that gets yeah. thrown
0: and this is one of the things after our dog passed away I noticed I was having to sweep the floor all the time because Oh yeah
1: cuz when we didn't have a dog here yeah
0: Yeah um but, but because I, children know, dog, children drop like food Hoovers. yeah and they they just they're brilliant they will just like any little crumb bits you know they'll just clear it up one thing that I've had happen to me more than once is um I buy like little tubs of creme fraiche and they're in this sort of um plastic that's really brittle and if you ever accidentally knock it out the fridge on the floor it will always crack it will always spill everywhere and one of the best things about that is the dog will come over and start licking all this stuff off the floor which buys you some time to get a cloth and you know Don't usher you a, usher away a small child or something. Um, so yeah, brilliant. And that was that was really strange, as I say, when when Tessa passed away and we had the the gap before we had another dog. I, I yeah, I just felt like I was always like sweeping the floor and stuff and. You know, it's so the...
1: sad because she 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 died on her own terms, didn't she? She was she was very poorly, and she died on the way to the vets in the car.
0: Yeah, we would managed to. I managed to
1: get her in the get her in the car, and she died before she got to the roundabout.
0: Yeah, we um, we managed to sort of let her hold out until the the children were back from school, so they could say goodbye to her. And Richard was taking her to the vets, and she just Collapsed passed and died. passed away in the car. Just um, just before the vets. Just before you got there, and it About was one hundred yards from the vets, and it was kind yeah. of nice in a way. I, I rushed because... in
1: with her. I did that. Me in floods of tears rushed in with this dying dog, and they were like, "No, she's dead. She's gone." And I was, I was heartbroken. Yeah, it I was, was absolutely heartbroken. I,
0: I was just beside myself because I think you don't, you know, if you've never had pets, I don't think you can ever fully understand it. But they, they are part of your family. They are, and They're
1: a huge part and a huge commitment
0: they are and you know when when they pass away there's that there's I don't know you you can't really explain the sadness and you still you know I will still think of of our, our previous dog, tessa i think about her all the time or i talk about her to the to the children although they, they, they grew, were that they much grew up, but they, but
1: they still she was very good because babies the noise of babies crying is disruptive and scary and she would run to the gem she used to run to the to the nursery when he was crying just to see what was going on and you would show her he was okay and she'd be fine
0: yeah i also remember when she was quite young she'd had a, an operation she, and she was wearing a cone of shame And for some reason, she decided that she was going to go and hide under Christopher's cot in his bedroom whilst he was having a nap. So (laughs) I had to somehow kind of... And obviously with this cone of shame, she got a bit stuck. So I remember having to try and sort of usher her out from underneath the cot whilst not waking the baby. Hmm. And I also had one of those moments where... You know, obviously, I'd got up in the middle of the night to breastfeed, and then gone into the spare bedroom. So I had a sleeping baby on one side of me, but then the dog was sleeping on the other side. Mm. And I just remember sitting there thinking, right, well, you should never wake a sleeping baby, but you should also let sleeping dogs lie. Like, what do I do? Like, which? But it
1: must have been good for you. Well, comforting for you because I spent a large amount of
0: the time snoring while no, I was up in the middle no, no, of the night. No, 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 no,
1: no. I I spent a lot of. Um, both our child's first year away really yeah you did travel a lot i was know, in the states a huge amount or in finland or wherever
0: yeah and that that's always been quite nice as well That like quite nice. when you're away i have an alternative hairy beast sure to uh to cuddle up to beast. in the evening time
1: but it, for me it's a little bit of security at home but also it's um i don't know comforting for you to have this presence in the house as well because they are quite as you said they are very affectionate and
0: i think i think it's just um you know having having pets as well it just it allows you to be sort of quite tactile and things i know um that there there was a program on tv and they were people who were i don't know if they were on death row or whether they were it was just a
1: there goes another firework Yeah,
0: I don't know if you heard that. Or whether they were just uh men in jail. This this was somewhere in, in America. And they would bring dogs in and these these people who were in prison would get to spend time with dogs and it was trying to I think encourage them to sort of outwardly think show their, their feelings. feelings. Yeah. yeah. And and to, to make a connection. Whereas maybe they hadn't really connected very well with people, which, you know, could be why they were in prison for something. But you know, it allowed them to just sort of be be sort of more natural and more make a connection, as I say. Mm. Um, and I think it's it's nice for the children now to have a dog that is growing up with them. Mm. I know.
1: She's very very good with the kids. Yeah, not She's so much our, our youngest
0: because dogs have this very strange thing where About they don't they, they don't recognize very small children as children. They just see them as other animals. animals or yeah. uh, you know, other dogs or something. Sure. So they tend to
1: be very defensive.
0: Yeah, be defensive or not pay any attention or not to trust. them. Yeah, very distrustful. Um
1: especially crawling children they'll see them as a pack animal they won't see it as a human.
0: But our eldest because because he gives her treats and stuff. She she does listen to him. So he can invite her to come and sit next to him and things like that and she She'll will do. She'll climb on his bed and give him a cuddle. Yeah, and she yeah, she she likes to have a bit of attention and stuff from him and it's nice. It's nice being able to watch our children be able to display their emotions outwardly like that, I think. Mhm. Um and yeah, I don't know. Like a, a dog's like a, a confidant as as well. Really, you know, you can you can sort of feel like you can tell them your secrets and cuddle up to them.
1: I've never told the dog my secrets. know <laughs> the pin number to my debit cards. Or yeah, she's just where I have my cross dressing kit. Yeah,
0: exactly. She's just she's just biding her time to take over the world.
1: She's a very yappy dog.
0: Yeah. I think I don't know, well she's a terrier, isn't she? You know, any kind of
1: She's a weird shape. She's a tiny she, she's a Patterdale, which is a tiny little breed, crossed with a Lakeland which have really long legs. So she's got this tiny little head and quite long in the body, but tiny she looks like a puppy's head, doesn't she?
0: Yeah. And do you know, one of the things that I found really uh well, strange is going from like we said earlier a having big fat white, Westie, 20, a big fat you know. Westie white dog to yeah. the, like a skinny black dog, but just the change because I can remember when I first met Richard uh, and I was working I was working in an office a lot of the time and I'd quite often wear black trousers and I was it's always having dog, to to lint roll in my trousers um, because they'd have white dog hair on and there's that bit of me now that thinks God do you know what I wish I was still doing that because black trousers black dog hair wouldn't show. But it shows everywhere else. Like we would.
1: Oh, I often go to meetings and think, "Oh God, I've got dog hair on my shirt on my yeah. and my jacket." And they they always say, uh, "I've
0: I've seen those signs that you can get, and it says, you know, in this house, dog hair is both a condiment and a fashion accessory.' Is that what it is? And it is true. You will find like, just dog hairs just get everywhere. But
1: your stepdad, I think he must have had dogs growing up because he's a wonderful with. The, you see, you see how he interacts with both. Tessa and also with that dog, fantastic.
0: I know. I don't. I think. I think some people are just dog people. I think like some people are cat people. Obviously not. I me. mean, if
1: you let him alone, he would treat her like no, you know, but royalty.
0: Yeah, but I think, yeah, I think he used
1: to love walking Tessa and
0: yeah, her treats. And well, it's that, that's that though. thing about going to an escape because yeah. that's one of the nice things. But about But when we leave dog. her there, he
1: she'd just fall asleep on him in the evening. He'd snore on the sofa and she'd fall asleep on him.
0: That's one of the nice things about having a dog. Actually, is that. You know, you can go. I mean, obviously, you can just go for a walk any time of day, but having a dog is like an extra excuse to go for a walk, or, you know, like you want to escape, you know, maybe you've got something you've got you need to think over, or, or some I don't know, you just want to get out. You know, having a dog is great for that because it, it does give you that, that time to escape everything else and, and sort of disappear for a walk. I know that you used to love. Escaping from me after we first met. No, and I having your long walks with the dog. It was no, like your no, bonding time. No, it,
1: it, it wasn't at all. My, my. In fact, I can I can tell you exactly how long those walks were because it was at the time that Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier first started recording Smodcast, which is their podcast. So that's two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, two thousand and six. They first started. So two thousand and seven, when we first started dating, and I would listen to the whole show. So it's like it would be like between hour, sometimes fifty minutes to an hour and twenty minutes, and I would listen to the whole show while I was doing doing a, a dog walk. That's that's how that's so you can I can tell you how exactly how go back and have a look in the back catalogue. Because that inspired me to do what we're doing now. Yes. If it hadn't been for dog walking, I would never Seriously, dog walking first started me out with podcasting because when I was living in Hampshire in two thousand and five two thousand and six before he did the podcast, he did a a radio show um who's the director from Shaun of the Dead um and did Hot fuzz lived locally in Wales, local guy anyway, he had him on a radio show in the states it was before they did the podcast, and I listened to that and thought wow this I could do that i've got I've got a voice for radio, I could easily do that." And three or four years later, I recorded my first podcast. And 170 shows on, here we are.
0: Mm. Well, I'd also If that hadn't been
1: for the dog walk, I wouldn't be doing this.
0: No. Walking dogs is is a very sociable thing as well. You know, like, people will always stop and talk to you. Probably they because they're is single, they,
1: When I was single, I had girls just wanted to stop and talk to the Westie. Not so much Harley, because Harley just looks like she's been dragged through a bush back. Everyone
0: thinks Harley is a boy. Yeah, they do. I I don't know why. I don't know if it's because... I don't know. Because, because she's got, she walks
1: on two legs? She's
0: got a pretty face. I don't know whether be, be, like, being a black dog makes her more of a boy than a girl. I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I refuse... Westies are very
1: pretty dogs, though, aren't they? Though? I
0: don't know. I just refuse to like make her have the indignity of like a pink sparkly collar just to say she is a girl. <coughs> but she's actually... You
1: left the bow on from the yes Yes, when, when, when
0: she's you. been groomed, she's had a bow before, but... Um, she, she has a, her full name is Harley Quinn.
1: As in the, from the Batman comics.
0: Yes. And so she has a collar with Harlequins on and she does actually have it on her harness as well.
1: But she's so on you made her.
0: Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, everyone seems to think she's a boy, but it, yeah, she is very sociable because I was taking her for a walk and, um, just sort of around behind the house and she stopped at a fence and she, she looked her up. And normally that means, you know, there's a cat on the fence or something, but she wasn't making a huge amount of noise about it. So I looked up and then all of a sudden this, you know, young lad popped his head over the fence and he was like, oh, hello. And I said, oh, so oh hi.
1: Kenneth Williams. Hello.
0: No, no, no. He 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 wasn't at was all. Was he dressed? Yeah. He was he was doing some sort of gardening work. He was a very oh, yes. handsome young man. But oh you know, really? Yeah. Do you, do
1: you remember which fence it was?
0: Well, the best thing was Next another. Door. No, it was just around the corner. But the best thing was another head popped up of an equally handsome young man. Did you invite them home? Or? No, no, I didn't. And they said, "Oh, your <laughs> your dog's trick, very bro. friendly." And I and they said, "Oh, he's blah, blah blah." And I said, "Oh, no, she's a girl. Her name's Harley Quinn." And they were like, "Oh, isn't that from Batman?" And I was like, "Yep." And then I said. This this was the bit that killed it because you know I could have pulled there. This is the bit that killed it and I was like <laughs> wedding yes, rings My kids. my boys really like Batman. And then and then I walked off. But I could have pulled there. You if could I have were single.
1: Three some. There you go. Yeah. Never well, made.
0: three and the dog could watch, but I don't think uh Dog would watch. Dog would not. Har- Harley, Harley, Harley's not that interested. She uh... well,
1: You could have videoed it for me. Never mind. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> right. Okay, so i've thrown you off guard there no you haven't at all no i mean the mental picture of my wife and two gardeners no and the dog Uh, and the dog yes it does i mean you never never cease to shock me but um
0: but no it's quite sociable like we uh some of our neighbors we we know them because they they would walk their dogs you know and we've always had that like everywhere we lived when we first we lived in a village um we a few years ago, we had a
1: little cottage in a village, didn't we? Yeah, we, and uh, beautiful, beautiful little. And when village. we first
0: moved in, we were both working full time, and we, we needed someone walker. to walk the dogs. And we we started putting some signs up, and literally everyone you bumped into would say, "Oh, you need to speak to this guy. He's like the dog walker for the village." And we were like, and "He oh, did. Okay. He
1: became our dog walker." And, he,
0: and he did. And um, we
1: do we do occasionally pop into him, don't we, still? But
0: but we used to. You know, we got to know quite a few people in that village from walking our dog or from them walking their dogs as well.
1: Yeah, and um, it's 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 really weird because we we had this tiny little cottage in a very remote village, which is now going to be completely overtaken by the new Dyson factory. In fact, if we'd stayed there, the whole airstrip behind it would have been the new Dyson factory where they're building everything. And it was a weird time because we had just got together... And we decided to get this cottage in the country, and we had two dogs. We had, yeah, we had two dogs because one of our dogs died, I and mean, then we fostered a second one. Yes, we did. Yeah. And then we got snowed in. Do you remember?
0: Yes. Now this is a real test to our relationship. We'd been there about three or four months. Three or four months. And and we had big wood burning fires, and we had we had some really heavy snow, and basically snow. the main road through the village wasn't a main enough road to get gritted so it, the, we were basically stuck
1: stuck we had a, we had a Land Rover
0: we had a Land Rover and we had a pub opposite yeah and we spent and, more time uh, in the pub
1: I, I thought do you know what I could actually get out if I wanted to I have a Land Rover and I thought do you know what I can't be bothered
0: yeah it's just it wasn't worth the risk so we had a few days where we were literally snowed in at home and I mean that that is the real test of a relationship because the the thing was this cottage was absolutely freezing cold. It was built in
1: 1830, so it was quite old. It
0: was absolutely freezing cold, and we had uh, an open fire in the lounge. So basically, you had to stay in the lounge all the time, and then when it was bedtime, you would get the fire to a stage where it was safe to leave it. And, and the dogs you... would stay down there. And the dogs would stay down there because it was hot. And we just used to like run straight up to bed, and you would just like get under the duvet really fast. And the
1: down, because they had like three <laughs> yeah. layers.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Try and try and cuddle up to each other. Try and stay warm as quick as you could without turning into an ice pop.
0: Yeah, but that is a real test of a relationship when we, you are We had about four housemen. or
1: five days where we couldn't get out of the village at all, and we walked the dogs in the snow, and they thought it was absolutely wonderful to be. And out we in the went snow. to the pub, and we, we went, took the dogs to the pub. Yeah, we took the dogs to the pub, and everyone in the whole village went to the pub until I think the pub ran out of beer and food. Yeah. But
0: this this is the same pub. There's a funny story from this pub. Um, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I don't eat pork. Richard does eat pork, and one one time when we went to the pub, um, Richard decided that he was going to buy some pork scratchings, which isn't oh, massively yeah. unusual. So pork
1: scratchings to our friends in America are pork rind, salted pork rind products. They're baked salted pork rind. You know, it makes a crackle when you eat them; it. it's a crunch.
0: Yeah, disgusting. It's I'm, great. I love. E- it. Even in the time of my life when I did eat, time, but... even when I did eat pork uh, in my youth, I would, ne- I would never have eaten uh, pork scratchings. And Richard decided he was going to have some, which wasn't massively unusual. You can't stand um, them. so But I don't like them. And I think I was like fussing with the dogs or I wasn't paying attention. And Richard was eating these uh, things right in front of me. And then he thought he would do something really funny and clever. What's what I do. Which would be... Oh, yes, I do remember, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He took uh, one of these pork scratchings and he thought it would be a really good idea if he, like, smeared it, like, all over his lips and then gave me a massive, like, kiss because I would then obviously want to kiss him, but then it would be disgusting because of all this uh, pork (sighs) Except it was really
1: cold outside.
0: (laughs) Except... Pork scratchings are very salty. Yeah,
1: it's very cold
0: and very scratchy. Yeah. And you put it all over your lips, and, and the then your lips, lips were stinging. <laughs> from crack lips for our two yeah, days. they were like I mean they weren't like cracks and bleeding, but they, they were they were off. very sore from all of the the salt and the rough texture all over his face, and then being outside in the cold, and then going to kiss me. So it Hang completely on. backfired. Just after we
1: started dating ten years ago, I took you to IKEA in Bristol in two thousand and seven. And you'd never had the meatballs before. Oh, yeah. So you had some, do you remember?
0: Yeah, and I was And then
1: afterwards I told you, you know they're pork, don't you? They're actually pork meatballs. I didn't
0: even, I just had like part of one. And then, yeah, and you told me that they had pork in them. And then you set about laughing. And then what happened? I don't know. You almost choked on the food that you were eating because
1: I thought. It was so because funny. Well, you were so laughing, could have died.
0: you could have died. Yeah. and so there, there is two examples of why doing mean things to me just to give you a laugh will always backfire.
1: It did give me a laugh though. Lots of things that I do to you, but it you. did. Backfire. I wouldn't say they're mean. I mean, downstairs you've got three dozen roses from me because that was our wedding anniversary last week. We talked about that on the podcast before.
0: Yes. And I have to say, and uh, I bought you more roses on Friday as and well. And you did well. It was like a little potted plant. Do you know why I
1: bought you more roses on Friday?
0: I don't know because Okay, what did I give you
1: in one hand? I don't remember. A drum.
0: Oh right, okay. You would like okay. to make up for buying another drum. Yeah, so I came drum. home with
1: a snare drum and a lot of and a lot of cymbal stands, um, and two guitars. And I gave you a potted rose just in case you were artsy.
0: Yeah, normally you buy me flowers because I have been. Particularly nice. kind to you.
1: Particularly kind to me. Intimate.
0: Oh, or, or yeah, well, because intimate. I've been intimate with you. By a lot of flowers. Because you've
1: Te- the the people the, the staff in Tesco's know when I've got laid. Basically, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. Or. Because you've acted in a way that is not acceptable. my like And it's your way of apologising. No,
1: that's very rare. I very rarely it, ever it, buy it, you it flowers. Really,
0: it hasn't been sorry for, flowers. For years and years
1: and years. For a long time.
0: But I do remember thinking that we were going through a bit of a bad patch when he'd bought me some I'm sorry for being an idiot flowers and I already had fresh, other fresh flowers for the same purpose from a few days before cost me
1: a fortune being an asshole it does it cost me a fortune
0: you need to keep on some sort of even keel
1: just to get just have children that you don't need to be an asshole
0: you just let us let the children do it for you
1: <laughs> no i think i think i think recently i'm so busy working and bear in mind i have this really weird life i have three jobs we're, we're both directors and employers I'm a director of a company in the States and a director of a company in the UK. So I run I'm running three hats all the time, which is really hard. And then I'm a husband and a dad. So I don't get a huge amount of time to be me. And when I do, it's really very much about us, isn't it?
0: Uh yes, yeah. So um I think I think it's good because you, you'll go away for work and stuff like that. And I think sometimes we need to have that little bit of space away from each other. I hate it. I, I really like it because then uh, I can... Yeah, but I hate it. I don't like it at all. I can I can go back into indulging in my secret single behaviour for a start. And I can... I think, wa-
1: I think what happens I is... I can choose
0: what we get to watch on Netflix or what film because otherwise you Some pick random drama. films. You pick random films I don't even want to watch. Like, we had to watch Risky Business the other night. Tom
1: Cruise in his in his tiny whitey's dancing.
0: And to be fair, I had never ever seen that. Film. Risky
1: business is a good film. It's a coming of age film. I remember when it came out in nineteen eighty. No, we looked. Didn't we look it up? Didn't
0: it? No, didn't it come out?
1: Eighty five.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was earlier than
1: that. No, it's eighty. I think it's eighty five. It came out. It's before Top Gun. Top eighty seven.
0: I thought you. I thought it was like eighty. Two wasn't no, no, oh No, eighty-one. No, 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 no,
1: no. It was like eighty-five when it came out. You Either were three.
0: way, I was too young.
1: You were three. You didn't recognize any of the actors that were in there. It was only afterwards on IMDb you saw how many that were still famous and doing stuff.
0: But it was, Tom Cruise looks so young.
1: He was so young. He must have been about nineteen when he made that film.
0: I have to say, he's never been on my famous he's, he's men. Got, that he, I fancy
1: he's, list. He's got. He's got that short thing going, hasn't he? He's got that. Yeah, short men—they try harder, don't they? They do. I've got friends who are particularly short who try harder. I've well,
0: you're a tall that. man, so does that mean you don't try? No, but there is this, <laughs> there is
1: this thing with short man syndrome. And I think Tom Cruise has it in, has it in ploughshares. He really does.
0: I don't, I think he's got
1: probably wears Cuban heels and wedges and stuff to keep his height up. But that I whole have... Katie Holmes thing was just a bit bit weird.
0: I don't know. You you can't help who you fall in love with, can you? I guess.
1: Except I'm never going to stand on the sofa on Oprah Winfrey's show and declare my love to you, but I will do it in front of seventy thousand people on a podcast.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: that, that's it. We hit seventy thousand people listening to this show last week. Yes. Seventy thousand people. I just uh, I just want to say seventy thousand people.
0: I mean, we don't we don't know who you are. I mean, it, it's it's surpassed the list of past lovers to tell and you. work acquaintances. We have a
1: friend in Bath whose car broke down today in a retail establishment in a retail establishment car park near here while listening to our podcast.
0: Is that is that why did we curse there? did we curse them?
1: I don't know, but they called for the recovery truck and twice it didn't turn up, so I'm assuming it must there must be the curse of the podcast. His car broke down. Oh well don't say that He messaged that. me and said he was listening to the podcast. Maybe that so was his I his, his way of saying I to cry to mis- for help. I apologise to Mr C if he's listening, which he probably is. I hope that he got home safely.
0: Okay, so that's one person that we know that's listening. But as I say, it can't all be like I get scorned from, lovers I get message,
1: and, scorned lovers scorned
0: so, lovers and on, uh, previous scorned work, work so, so colleagues.
1: I haven't got any scorned lovers I don't think, have I?
0: Well, I, I hope they're all scorned. Uh, on my on my side, <laughs> scorned.
1: I think they. I think they got away. I think they got away lightly. Um, you're scorned maybe maybe we have exes listening in but certainly not 70,000 of them I think maybe you might have 10,000 but I certainly don't
0: (laughs) They're nameless and faceless. I, I couldn't nameless possibly comment. Nameless and faceless.
1: Comment. Okay. Well, still, to hit 70,000 listeners on a podcast that's only been going for two months is pretty damn good
0: going. Yeah. So, we are we are very, very grateful. So, thank you very much. And we hope that you enjoy listening to this content and any future content that we do. And we, but we, you know, we we have
1: this little experiment, don't we? We put this out on a Sunday night before we tell anyone. So, we, 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 we record it. We mix it. We get it up onto iTunes. And then we go to bed. We check the figures before we go to bed. So we know at the point where we upload it, we know what the figures are. And then we go to bed and then eight hours later we wake up or seven hours later we wake up and we log on to the server. I mean, it's not the first thing we do in the morning, but certainly we log on to the server and have a look. And then we sort of look at each other with shock, aghast shock sometimes or sometimes surprise and merriment that 700 people listened to the new show before we'd even told anyone on Facebook or Twitter or and that—that's people who are subscribing, who are seeing it appear in their, in the RSS feed on their on their devices, on their iPhones and their Android phones and stuff. And that to me is freaky. Wow. It's really freaky.
0: It's because you have a voice for Radio see? I think if we did this as a as a vlog, then uh, we probably wouldn't get many yeah, but, people. But, but I mean,
1: I, I have like five times more people listen to my podcast than listen to this podcast. But still, it freaks me out that some just a couple talking is listened to by people all over the world. It's really cool.
0: Maybe maybe it's the addition of me. Maybe maybe I need to be like, "How are you doing?"
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure, but I'm, I'm on boring. a roll
0: now. Like, I got I got two young men to talk to me over the top of the fence, despite me being like a tired. Maybe they listen mom. to the podcast. Uh, I don't if know. they
1: listen to the podcast, what message would you, would you send out to them? You already said they're attractive. Well... What, what, what were they doing? Were they gardening? Or
0: <laughs> they were. I don't know. They were. Were they, were they just... man
1: boys or muscular or?
0: I, well they were they were heads over a fence. I I don't know. I think they were doing some landscaping Younger, or older. I I haven't really given it a. Great you deal obviously of talk. did
1: give it a great deal of talk. it got comes involved to in a point
0: when you are a tired mum and you. So you're saying you any port like in a storm,
1: and you, if someone someone can just flutter the eyelids, is that what you're saying?
0: No, but you know
1: when you're it, digging a hole here, madam.
0: When when someone doesn't immediately associate you with being someone's mum you know, you remember that you are a person with your within your own right and what do you do Do just cleavage. And also don't forget, like when you've had when you spend like all your time around your children, all the time I mean, they're at school now, so it's it's slightly different. But You you, you forget you are a person within your own right. So it's kind of nice for someone to acknowledge that you know and to have an adult conversation as well. Because again if you're always surrounded by kids, I don't kids. think you'd have been having
1: much conversation, do you?
0: <laughs> I think you're being massively into it. You were the one who said. That you, were one who said you were the one who said. You were the one who said
1: that. You know, this other head popped up over the, over the fence. or two of them. <laughs> aside
0: from the children, I'm
1: at, but the listeners don't expect me to let you get away with this. So
0: you weren't here. So aside no, from I the wasn't. children, no, I wasn't. I just hope you're going to record it. That was the it. only other adults I had spoken to all day. I I mean, luckily I, I I do talk to people Do you still take that same Do you still, take that, same, do you still
1: take that same route just in case they're doing an odd job? No, there's odd no. You job. could
0: tell because there'll be a big fan or something outside. Wouldn't there? So do you, do you keep do you keep an eye out for the? I mean, I'm not saying that I could see where they're working out of our eldest son's bedroom window, but I'm sure if I leaned to one side, I could. So
1: if you oh, you need to put a CCTV camera just in case. <laughs> That's what it is.
0: Oh, i just stuck myself in a massive hole. I can't get back out of it. I just feel like I want to say cheers and thanks for listening to you next week. Episode
1: nine, she came out. Okay, thank you for listening to episode nine of Not Quite the Afterglow. My name's Richard.
0: And I'm Chloe.
1: Come back next week when I'm sure she'll confess some more bigger, greater sins.
0: For episode ten, yeah. Episode and, ten. And do feel free to, you know, you can find us online. Just search Not Quite the Afterglow. and Not and Quite feel... the Threesome. Thank you. Well, um, it wasn't, was it? It would have been four because of the dog
1: dog would have fallen asleep she would have just backed out
0: you still have to count if there's a bystander so (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: that's 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 dogging not dog
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway if you have any suggestions of anything that you would like us to cover in the podcast please get in touch
1: yes get in touch and uh no no genuinely do leave comments after this show just whatever you want just i'll get her to answer it i think that's fair
0: thanks for listening
1: cheers bye-bye guys
0: Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe via iTunes on your Apple device. If you are an Android user, we recommend using CastBox, available free from the Google Play Store. Find us on Facebook. Search Not Quite the Afterglow.